Hello, everybody. Um, so we're going to start right, uh, the book on the first page. Smithsonian World War II, the Definitive Visual History from Blitzkrieg to Atomic Bomb's 70th Anniversary Edition. It's going to go ahead and open uh, the book. So, wow, this is, a, this is a very nice book. So, like, I know you can't see it, but it has all these pictures and stuff. This is very nice. So we have the Seeds of War. Chapter 1, 1914-1938. The treaties that ended World War I left many countries bitter and resentful and failed to establish a lasting peace. In the political and economic uncertainties of the time, right-wing nationalist parties had a strong appeal, most ominously Hitler's Nazis in Germany. The Seeds of War uh, the peace treaties that formally brought World War I to an end contain many of the seeds of the wider conflict of 1939 through 45. Germany lost its empire, had East Prussia uh, cut off by the Polish quarter, and was forced to pay the Allies huge financial reparations. The old Austro-Hungarian and Ottoman empires were broken up into smaller states. Among the Allies, Italy was disappointed not to have received greater territorial re rewards while Japan felt that its emergence as a world power had not been properly recognized. Finally, there was Russia. In 19, the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution led to its leaving the war, but it was then wracked by civil war. After a brief attempt to spread communism into Europe, the USSR largely turned in on itself. Weak governments and economic instability began to polarize political opinion to the left and right in a number of countries. It was the right that won out in Italy, uh, Germany and Japan. By the early 1930s, Mussolini, Hitler, and the Japanese military were bent on territorial expansion. Japan seized Manchuria and went on to invade China. Italy overran Abyssinia, and after bringing Austria into the German fold, Hitler set about dissembling Czechoslovakia. The Western democracies pinned their hopes for peace on the League of Nations and disarmament. The former proved to be deeply flawed. The United States did not join it, and it lacked the means to enforce peace, as its failure to halt Jap Japanese and Italian aggressions showed. Economic depression precipitated by the 1929 Wall Street Crash, also known as the Great Depression, also played its part in the failure. Mutual suspicion eventually proved the stumbling block to disarmament. Britain and France were forced to rearm, but they still hoped that appeasing the dictators might avert a major war, especially since the Spanish Civil War revealed the horrors of modern warfare only too graphically. So basically what it's saying here is that it was talking about the peace treaties that brought World War One to an end and how they contained the seeds for that started World War Two. Um and obviously Germany lost all of it its territorial um territories that it conquered. Um it lost territory, had East Prussia caught, cut off by the hated Polish quarter. Hitler hated the Polish quarter. And was also all the uh, powers from the, that were aligned with Germany had to uh, pay the Allies huge financial re reparations, um, especially if the Wall Street crashed and the Great, the Great Depression. They could not afford those reparations, which brought to chaos, starvation, hunger. Also, Austria the Austro-Hungarian and Ottoman empires, which were allied with Germany during World War One, also known as the Great War, were broken up into smaller states, so they didn't really exist anymore, broken up into smaller states. And then also Italy, who was um, 
they switched sides in World War One, but Italy was on the Allies, but they still felt cheated. Um, they 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 thought they were gonna get lots of territory, and they only got a little. Um, and they felt cheated. Um, and also Japan, which was on the um, which was on the Allied side too, uh, felt that its emergence to world power had not been properly recognized. Um, they didn't really gain much. They you know they wanted more respect. And then also in the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution, obviously the Russian Civil War. Um, the, you know, obviously it was Russia was wracked by a civil war, and the USSR, you know, really was purging. Um, you know, the commanders. It was like um, Stalin's war against his own people. Um, and yeah, and it would it just brought instability, starvation, uh, to the USSR. And then also, um, it, with that in mind, a bunch of right-wing, super right-wing nationalist governments won out in many countries, such as Italy, Germany, and Japan. And also, um, in the 1930s, Mussolini, Hitler, and the Japanese used their influence um, and the weakness of the League of Nations to... Um, get uh, conquer more territories um appease their own territorial expansion uh japan seized manchuria which was part of china and went on to invade china the rest of china italy overran abyssinia um, i'm not sure if i'm saying that right but and after bringing austria into the german fold in anschluss um hitler set about dismembering czechoslovakia and so, the Western democracies obviously did not want this to happen, you know, because it's a breach of freedom. And they also, they didn't want to, uh, want a major war like World War I. Um, and the Spanish Civil War showed the horrors of the war, uh, to only too graphically, like it mentioned. Um, so the Western democracies pinned their hopes for peace on the League of Nations and disarmament. Well, that turned out to be... You know, not the right decision because the League of Nations didn't do really anything. They couldn't enforce peace at all, and um, the economic depression helped you know just solidify uh, Germany, Italy, and Japan their commitment to their beliefs and everything. Um, and that forced you know with all the, these actions going on, it forced a reluctant Britain and France to rearm. But they still hoped that appeasing dictators might avert major war, which we will talk about in future episodes. Um, and yeah. And I know you guys uh, can't see this because um, it's a podcast, but there's a whole map here um, from, from you know the seeds of the war from 1914 to 1938. But I'm just going to read to you. I know you can't see the pictures. I'm just going to read to you some of this um bio. So we have Hitler's rise to power. So Adolf Hitler's rise to power gained momentum as popular support for the Nazi party grew in the early 1930s. Here Hitler addresses brown-shirted paramilitary supporters at a rally in 1933, the year he took office as Chancellor of Germany. And it just shows a picture of Hitler before a Nazi rally. Germany's annexation of Austria in 1938 was an indication of Hitler's territorial ambitions, but was achieved without force and welcomed by most Austrians. Again, Anschluss, we can we'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, the revolution of 1917 um, threw the old Russian Empire into chaos. 
uh, but under Lenin's leadership, as Vladimir Lenin, that is, for those of you that don't know, um, the Bolsheviks managed to establish a new empire in its place, the USSR, the world's first communist state. Then we have the Spanish Civil War, which was from 1936 to 1939. It was a grim struggle between the right and left. Germany and Italy lent greater support to Franco's nationalists uh, than the USSR provided for the Republicans. So, um, and obviously, Francisco Franco and his, and his nationalists, right-wing nationalists, won the Spanish Civil War. Uh, Benito Mussolini, founder of the Italian uh, fascist movement, forced his way to power in 1922. His style of dictatorship revolved around a strong pers personality cult and dreams of reviving the glory of the Roman Empire, <laughs> which really did not work out too, uh, too great for him, but we'll get to that later. Italy's conquest of Rusinia in 1935-36 pilted modern European weaponry against a traditional African state. Here, Emperor Hale Selassie inspects Italian unexploded bombs, and it just shows uh, that picture. The Japan's conquest began in 1931, taking advantage of the Chinese Civil War. Its troops overran the northern province of Manchuria, where they established the puppet state of Manchukuo. The Chinese Civil War lasted from the 1920s to 1949. In 1935 from 36, the eventual victors, the Communists, undertook the long march to escape the danger of an encirclement by their enemies, the Kuomintang. China suffered a second onslaught by the Japanese in 1937. Here, Chinese troops take up positions along the Great Wall in a vain attempt to hold back the invaders. So it's showing pictures of the Japanese um, excuse me, the Chinese troops, um, right by the Great Wall of China. The Wall Street crash, which began in October 1929, wiped $30 billion off the value of the New York stock market in one week, causing unprecedented panic in the financial world. Uh, the Great Depression began in the U.S. in the wake of the Wall Street crash as banks and businesses failed. More than 13 million men became unemployed. The economic slowdown soon affected all the world's capitalist economies and lasted until World War II. And we have a map here of the frontiers of in 1925. Um, so very, very different than what was going on during the, uh, the war. Frontiers were very different. Um, and we'll get into all of that later, but yeah. That's it um, for this episode. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you have any questions, any whatsoever, um, please contact me at hgschlupk8madison.k12.wi.us. Um, it's my email. Um, it's on my website. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I look forward to doing another episode very soon.